0: Hey, welcome to Whiskey and Lemon. I am your host, Alana Mercedes. I am your guest, Carissa Beasley.
1: And I'm also Chris's guest, Angie.
0: Welcome to the show, Angie and Carissa. Thank you for joining me once again. I'm so excited to have both of you guys on. This is the first time we're actually having an employee of a business on. Just goes to show how much you are appreciated at LB Plant Collective, <laughs> Angie. So I'm really excited to have you on and then just talk to you about your perspective and your point of view working with a small business owner. Cool. I left out a question that I like to ask all my guests and the solo ones that are the solo recording that I did with you, Carissa, just so that we get a chance to ask Angie and kind of get to know her a little bit. Okay. So awesome. I'll start with you, Carissa. And then Angie, if you can answer the same question, and if you want to add a little bit more too, so we can get to know you, that will be great. So it's to tell us something about yourselves that people wouldn't know just by looking at your Instagram. Mm-hmm it's so hard. I don't know. And maybe, and maybe you guys want to answer, like kind of help each other help out each too. Other. Since you guys yeah. are
2: I don't know. What would you, what do you think you wouldn't know about me from my Instagram? Um, I feel like I also don't post a lot on my like personal Instagram. Yeah, Like I'm super private with it. Like I, once I started the business, like I stopped posting a lot of personal stuff, obviously. Yeah. So I feel like people don't know a lot.
1: Oh yeah. I, from your Instagram, I definitely think people would, I feel like they would make an assumption that you have a certain lifestyle, but I don't think your lifestyle actually matches the actual.
2: Because I'm like a hippie. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like opposite of not opposite, but like there's a certain aesthetic that you put on Instagram. So like that's how we present ourselves. So it's a little Mm -hmm. bit different to get to know the person. I think
2: maybe like aesthetic wise for me, it makes sense because I'm a very like, my store looks so minimalistic my house is very minimalistic and stuff but I like wear all black I have tattoos like I more <laughs> of, like alternative mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. maybe just which is kind of like vain but maybe just appearance wise I don't think it would be personality wise or anything like that yeah cause my personality definitely shows on my Instagram like I am myself on my Instagram but it right. be, I'm very minimalistic but I'm also like
0: have that darker side so maybe that's yeah higher. I think that makes sense too because it's like I think people think just because of like the work that I do, that I'm like a party person and I'm not yeah. that way at all. And then people think just because of the following I have, I'm always, po- if you look on my actual feed, I don't think I've posted in like two years. That's I think the last I, thing I posted yeah. was just like, I started a podcast and that's it. Like anything else is on my story. Your yeah. business
2: becomes your literal child. So you right. stop posting. Yeah. Once <laughs> yeah. I have, once I realized that a lot, a lot, a lot of customers follow me in my personal Instagram. I obviously like was more filtered. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What about you, Angie? Um, well, I kind of share everything on my Instagram. He's super like, open. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've seen like the trend where you do like a carousel dump of your photos. Um, it's like you post all like just random. Like a month dump. Yeah.
2: Like you like just one, yeah, so post
1: a bunch a of photos all at like one sitting. And I've, uh-huh. I've been doing that recently because I like the aesthetic of just kind of random things that you got to see throughout the month and then like nice post it and people get to see what you see so I kind of expose myself I'm like (laughs) I'm very like out there like I just say and post whatever so honestly what you see on my Instagram is what you get that's my personality okay
2: I don't know from my perspective I do I feel like you are I mean
1: I guess one thing um maybe like a lot of people don't know that I'm like a college student. I don't yeah, really post, I post that. Like I don't post about school. Most college students, like, they'll be like, oh, I'm at class or things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't post anything about going to school. And I, I only talk about it. Like if there's somebody who's also in a similar thing, I don't really bring it up, but I do go to school. Okay, uh, I am in college. And so maybe I guess, that. I, I guess that could be it. Yeah.
0: Okay. What What are you studying in school?
1: Um, I am majoring in psychology with a specialization in clinical mental health. And then I have a minor okay. in social social justice.
0: Awesome. So, so yeah. I went to school for, for psych also, um, social behavior. And then I got a minor in criminal justice. So kind of similar there. Oh, um, cool. So I ended up in marketing, but then I kind of get the psych stuff doing podcasts. But right honestly,
1: I feel like psychology works with marketing. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's been beneficial, beneficial for me with
0: Mm -hmm. Using
1: social media, so
0: definitely, I I agree with you. I think it's a little bit harder to like get people to understand that that haven't done it and see how they work together. But I I utilize it all the time. Yes. So thank you for sharing that. Um, And then so my first question is actually directed at Angie. And is it your? So I know you said you're a college student. First, is it your first time having um, a job working with LV Plant Collective, or is it just like your first time working with a small business?
1: Um. No, I actually used to be my own small business owner. I Ah, have my own business. I am actually a licensed esthetician. Um, And so I used to do lashes, facials, um, eyebrows. Uh, But during the pandemic, I lost a lot of clientele. Mm -hmm. So eventually I just decided to quit my small business and conveniently Carissa had posted on her Instagram and it was right around the same time that yeah. I was getting really into plants. Like I was like becoming obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, I'm going to go back to school. And then I just need something that will be like part time, but I'll still right. like to do. Cause I don't, I, I'm very picky. I don't really like to do jobs that I'm not going to be happy with. Like I will literally leave. So yeah, she, the more power. I, too. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'll just apply. And if she doesn't pick me, it's fine. like it's it's okay. But then we met for an interview, and like there was like an immediate kind of connection. Mm-hmm. And then I just started right away, and I've just kind of been here. Um, nice. but i I do know a lot about small business and kind of how it goes and how it works and everything um so it's not my first small business but it is my first in like like a retail type of space i've never done retail before i don't really Like the concept of like forcing people to buy things is very not fun because it's mm-hmm. hard sometimes to sell things, yeah, so, um, I kind of like that we just we don't really push certain things. We kind of are like, well, if they're gonna buy it, they're gonna buy it., yeah. but we do know what we like and we do sell like we will try and sell that kind yeah, of we thing. don't
2: even have like we don't have like weekly goals. <laughs> i don't I don't have like the business yeah. aspect of like running a small business if that makes sense, so,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. 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 That makes a lot. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause I was, we were talking about in the last recording, like I went in with my boyfriend and it wasn't like, you know, the vibe when you're walking in a place where someone's like staring yeah. at you and it's like, oh, yeah, upsell, upsell, upsell. Like that kind of keeps me from wanting to do more, you yeah. know, where we walked in. Like I don't even think we saw you, Carissa, until we were about no. to check out. And then it's just, I, and that's,
1: that's kind when you start grabbing everything. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly. We're <laughs> very like hands off. And I feel like that works, you know, it works. Yeah.
1: But there's also like the, the, there's customers that you will want to talk to and who will want to talk with you back and you'll have a connection and talk with them and conversate. And then those are customers that when they come in, they like to be left alone. They like to just look around. And if they ask their questions, they do. So I feel like that's what makes our store like more approachable and more fun to look around and shop in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The experience it's like, and then you like kind of learn them, right? Like, you know, Maybe yeah. like a, an Uber driver knows if you want to just listen to music or if yeah. you want to have a conversation or just be co- in complete silence. Yeah. You can read, <laughs> we can read in the room. <laughs> right. Nice. Okay. So would you say that there's any major difference? I wasn't going to ask like difference from larger company to small, small business, but since you've had that experience yourself, do you see a huge difference in like having it yourself versus actually working for a small business now? Or do you feel like, because it's just the two of you, there's a lot of crossover.
1: Um, Definitely running it yourself is a lot harder than being the employee of one. Carissa mm-hmm. doesn't make me do like, I'll offer to help, but she doesn't make me do like a lot of the business side of we it. Talked like, about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She, she kind of does like the emails and paperworks and stuff like that. And she leaves me to do like, I I guess you could say the easier stuff like mm-hmm. social media and like Because you know what's on the other side. Yeah, the other side. Um, But doing it yourself is way harder. And honestly, the people who do run a small business have like their work cut out for them because it's extremely difficult because you are trying to figure out how to do everything that like a corporation does but all with one person doing it on their own not like corporations have people who like can do everything and have an assignment but you're as a small business you're doing it all yourself so like it's honestly a lot harder being the small business owner than it is to be like me
0: (laughs) right (laughs) do you feel like now that you're in it though like do you kind of appreciate like you know what she's going through
1: Oh yeah, yeah, no, I totally can. <laughs> and I, I think that's why it's a lot easier for us to be able to work together Yeah, because there is an under, I have an understanding of what she's doing. So like, I know that like, oh, she has to like go and do this as a specific time or get this completed by a certain date because it's due. And uh, since I've dealt with that same thing, like I know, and then like things with like inventory, like, you know, you have to yeah. keep it up, you have to check it, monitor it, things like that. So like, i i have an understanding and like i know that she she just needs somebody to help her when she does need it when she asks for it yeah so.
0: yeah it definitely and, it's a balance for sure yeah <laughs> yeah and then i i know you said you had a lot in common too so it's like when she mentioned like being an esthetician then you said you yeah
2: we both have very similar like backgrounds as far as that goes because yeah. when we first met i was like oh you're an esthetician. I was like, I'm an, I'm an esthetician. Like, yeah, we, you know, we both went to school. We went through all that, so it's crazy how much. we Yeah, have
0: for sure. Yeah, I felt like I was hearing your story from when I talked to you earlier because she said esthetician, <laughs> and then it? she said I, I developed a passion for plants. I was like, wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's, literally, that's the literally the same, the same. Yeah. It's so, funny. do you do either one of you still like dabble with like the esthetician side of things in any or way? Just on ourselves, I think. on ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Maybe our partners, but
2: not (laughs) yeah, that's
1: anymore. No, I I still will do like um lash extensions for like my sisters, but that's it because I don't have the space to do it anymore.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Last time I did makeup was actually one of my customers became one of my close friends. And every year for her anniversary, her and her husband do a photo shoot. And that's the last I did haven't done makeup in like a year and a half so
0: not even on ourselves not I mean yeah like it's <laughs> just it's completely done now We don't like, even yeah. get, get ready you know I mean? <laughs> yeah just show with the <laughs> plants that any <I> makeup <laughs> yeah um okay so next question is what's the dynamic between the two of you I mean I already can tell you guys have a great dynamic but <laughs> how do you I know that you Chrissy you said you guys are friends and like you'll have your days off or you guys can hang out but how do you how do you balance that? Like being friends and then also being colleagues? Is it something you're still trying to navigate? I think it
2: meshes. Honestly, like the way there was in the beginning, like obviously we didn't really know each other. So we took the time to like get to know each other. And I had to, obviously had the boundary of like, you know, I'm your employer, whatever. We don't, yeah. I don't like to say like, I'm your boss. Like we don't, we've never had that even from the beginning. I've never, we've never really had like the, there's no power struggle, if that makes sense. Like I've right. never had to be like, this is who I am. It just, I treated her immediately from the beginning like a friend and I just felt like that was natural for me. So we never really had to navigate like boundaries or anything like that. I think awesome. it just meshed like automatically, to be honest.
0: Nice. And then what about on your days off? Like if you're hanging out as friends, you guys go to lunch. Are you Do you struggle to not bring up work when you guys are out on your like friend time? We honestly
2: don't really talk about work a lot.
0: Not a we lot. We do, like we'll talk
2: about like, oh, this yeah. customer or whatever, or we'll like, talk about a shipment or like we do like we talk about it for sure but we I think which is so interesting like for me from my wife and her friends like mm-hmm. they talk about work 24 like when they're together they mostly talk about work because when you work yeah. for a corporation like I feel like it's it's more embedded in your mind that that's mm-hmm. like has to be your life 24 7 yeah for us like we hang out we talk about personal stuff mostly you know
1: yeah, yeah. I also think the only thing that would maybe count as like work conversation, just social media.
2: We talk about, we, yeah, especially now marketing. We, we do have to talk about that a lot. Yeah. We're,
1: we're constantly thinking about like content and things like that. So like if we see content, we'll like share it with each other Yeah, and be like, Oh, we should make something like this. That's
2: always an ongoing conversation. But that's like,
1: I feel like when you're running a small business, that's like normal, like social media is kind of like you constantly in your head.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my boyfriend, I met him through work. And then it was like, I swear the first year, it was just like all the stuff about work all the time. Even even when I wasn't working in that company anymore, still mm. just find it because I knew all the people that he was referring to. So we'd have to call each other out. Like we just, we said, we're not gonna talk about work in five minutes later. Here we are again. But to your I point too, like the content element, how I told you I'll go into a business and I'll want to get a card or as soon as we went inside of your shop, I said, okay, I want to get on the podcast. Like that's a thing that I'll always kind of bring up because I'm constantly thinking like, I want this person on my podcast or he'll send me something or my mom just sent me like a psychologist to have on. Like I'm always thinking of conversations Mm -hmm. I'll have with someone or something that I see that I want people to see as well. Like I want to bring it on the podcast. Right. So you're always thinking of ideas always, always. And it's interesting because I don't, I feel like
2: I don't talk to my partner about work. But like, she always talks to me about work, if that makes sense. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I just feel like I'm, maybe because I have Angie and we talk about work all the time,
0: like, I don't really,
2: I don't know. It's, it's, that's an interesting thing to think about because I didn't really think about that before,
0: you know? I'm also guessing, because I've been on, you know, smaller businesses, larger ones, when you're in a larger company, there's a lot of like politics going on there, you know, a lot of life time. a lot more frustrations, I'm sure, yeah. in a different way. So there's like probably some more venting on your partner's side versus like yeah. it's the two of you guys. Yeah, we don't
2: really ever have anything that we have to talk about. You know, there's never anything like moments like really at all. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I didn't think about that.
0: Yeah. Um okay so Carissa, what are some things that you wish that you would have known at the beginning of starting your business and um kind of things that you are I'd say learning as you're having an employee, like maybe things Angie might bring to you that you never would have thought of. If it was just you by yourself.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like she brings me a lot of ideas and stuff. I feel like the biggest thing that as starting my business is that you can never look at it from your own perspective. Like you have to have somebody else's perspective. So I, I would say there's a lot that I wish I knew, you know, there's not like one specific thing. I think like we talked about in the previous episode about, reaching out or having more community. I feel like that's a huge thing for sure Mm -hmm. that I wish people would reach out more or have that kind of aspect because when you're starting a business, you have so many questions. Um, But I do feel like from Andy, it's nice to have Andy's perspective on like the shop. And like we talked about it before, like, because she asked me, do you ever walk into your shop and you're like I love this and I'm like no
0: because I, like, I want you to that's how I was when I walked in <laughs> yeah
2: and Angie and Angie knows that she'll be like the shop looks like this looks so good and I'm like mm-hmm. that needs to change <laughs> Like, so I, I, I definitely feel like that is like the hugest like Benefit that I have is that she's always like, no, it looks great. Like the shop looks good. This looks so good. Or she'll be like, no, this doesn't look good. We should move this here. You know, Mm
0: -hmm. it's
2: so important to see it from a business owner's perspective and somebody else's perspective because she's never going to feel about the shop how I'm going to feel, and I'm never going to feel about it how she's
0: going to feel. Right. Do you, Angie, feel? I mean, you got you guys have a great dynamic, but I guess still as like being an employee or like knowing. Like, do you have any kind of like struggle when it comes to, hey, it should look like this versus like, oh, is this going to hurt her feelings? Or is it, is it like I know this is like for the better of the business and like the aesthetic that you guys might want to put out into the world?
1: Uh, well, I kind of know Chris's aesthetic and I know what she kind of expects from the shop, like how she wants it to look and appear and how she wants people to perceive the shop. But okay, um, not really. I yeah. kind of just say it. I, if she
2: says it, I'll be like, no.
1: It's like, yeah, if I don't like
2: it, we yeah. have a very honest relationship with each other. She'd be like, nice. Oh, that would look so good. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, yeah. So then
1: we then we backtrack
2: and we find yeah, something. Yeah, we're like, else. let's do yeah. So yeah. not she's all we're also both very unfiltered with each other, which I feel like is so important, you know? Because mm-hmm. then that doesn't hold her back from like, oh, I really like this idea. Like she's never afraid to like give me advice if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Which I can't yeah. speak for myself, but <laughs>
0: It's, it's crazy. Cause just hearing the like random bits that you guys will say, like, even when we recorded on our own, I was telling her, like, how do you come up with some of these ideas? I think at that point it was like, I had no other option. You know, like I was like, I yeah. have to figure
2: it out. Like, I can't just not True. like physically mentally needed to keep it going. Like the plants and stuff were like keeping me going, you know? So I had to think of like
0: different so ideas. Like, I'm not going back to insurance. I got to get yeah. this thing. <laughs>
2: Even today, because it's like, of course, when I first opened my business, I was the only like really boutique downtown or boutique in that area. Now there's multiple. So I constantly have to pivot when I'm selling what I'm doing, but I have to always remind myself, like my vibe is here for a reason. Like my motives are here for a reason. So I have to pivot my business all the time and like change what I'm doing, but you, it just kind of comes to you. You know, it's like it, it's everything I've ever done has just felt supernatural and never like forced.
0: So. Angie, I was going to ask you working for a small business, if it's impacted the way you view entrepreneurship, like as far as like wanting to have your own business or not, since you've already done that, do you feel like now kind of seeing it from both angles, that that's something you'd ever want to get back into, or are you like, I'm good on like the side of things?
1: I actually love this question because I had a really long conversation with myself after I had like (laughs) quit my small business and I had made the like executive decision I would never own my own small business ever again and I think it's (laughs) I I felt the pain of like having to handle all of these things and I'm it's so much it's so much and like Mm -hmm. I I can be okay so you know how we just said that like we're pretty straightforward like unfiltered people Mm -hmm. but when it comes to like being the top person and having to delegate certain things so like I had shared a sweet with two other girls who were estheticians but I had the hardest time and the most difficult time enforcing like structural rules with them of like oh you have to pay your rent on time you have to make sure you keep the studio clean like I had the hardest time and I would just end up doing it myself because I felt a certain way like I felt bad because I I
0: right.
1: like didn't want to like hurt their feelings so I realized it's not my place like I physically can't be in that kind it's of place yeah. yeah like I just don't have the strength enough to be like it has to be this way this way this way and so that's honestly where I've made the decision yeah because like, you don't need to take an been...
0: advantage of either right like you know you have to yeah. tell those oh, things oh yeah you can't, yeah
1: and then if you let it go on too long then you it's hard to break out of like that advantage that's been that boundary that was yeah because you'd like, like set I said the yeah. I never yeah. wanted to like get past that. And so I just quit and I was like, it's not for me. I won't run a business, but like, I don't mind supporting or being there or working for a small business because at least, you know, like they have that part and I can help them in any way because I have an understanding for their small business. Like, yeah. so I personally would not never go back um, but I, I will stay in support
0: <laughs>
1: But I will work for, and we have right. a lot of
2: ideas. So one day when we have money, we yeah. can do it together.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, so then on the, on the flip side, Carissa, do you ever feel, it doesn't sound like you do, but do you ever feel like you're thinking like, I don't want to do this, like the owner side of things. And I would rather be back to working for someone.
2: I, Yeah. There's definitely times where I'm like, this is so difficult for sure. Because with my, and with my business, I just feel like because I'm in like a small community of other businesses, like there's always stuff happening. There's always stuff to do. And like, it used to weigh on me so much like mentally, because I just felt like I could never thank God. Like I have Angie, but even with Angie, like sometimes I just feel like I can never get a day off. You know, it's like Hmm. now that we're doing marketing, it's like, I'm in the gym and I'm getting a call that I have to do something and like, I got to do it now, you know, like there's things I wish sometimes I could get my life back in that way. Because once you're a small business owner, you literally dedicate every second of every day to your business. And like, Mm -hmm. there isn't a moment in the day where I'm not thinking about something that I have to do. Like I literally this morning, I have to, for the city of Las Vegas, every like three or four months, you have to redo your business license. And it's like such an annoying process. Three or four months. Yeah, it's, it's like quarterly or whatever, because for some reason you have to set, tell them what your gross is or what your gross has been. And it's like constantly like always the way that I set up my business licenses because I like had started the, doing it in here and then I did the brick and mortar every like three or four months or something that I got to do like over and over. Mm. And this morning I was like, I wish that I didn't have to, because now I'm like, I need to make sure that I set the alarm and I pay it on the 31st. Cause it's due on the, it's such a weird thing. You have to yeah. pay on the first, but you can only do it on the 31st. You can't like do it now. Like you, it has to be like at midnight oh. 31st. What were your sales from January 1st to March 31st? Like, it's little things like that where like I mentally have to remember to do it and if I don't I'll get a delinquency note it's just like so many little yeah things, you know
0: and I'm sure that those three to four months feel like it's coming every like three yeah to four and weeks, it's like right because exactly. you're so busy if already yeah. yeah
2: and if it's not that it's something else and it's just like I feel like mentally and um I suffer from really bad ADHD so like all day I've been like I need to put that in my calendar I need to put that in my calendar I need yeah. to do it and then I like, just like keep forgetting or I'll get distracted you know yeah so yeah it's, there's definitely times for sure where I'm like, I wish, but I don't think I could ever go back to not being a business owner. Like I physically cannot even fathom the idea of working for somebody else. Okay. So even like doing our marketing thing right now, that's already giving me a little bit of a mental struggle because I'm now having to answer to somebody else. It's different because it's not like a huge thing and it's not like, Mm -hmm. I don't work in an office and it's not like corporate, it's not like, I'm not, I don't have a CEO to answer to, but there's already that, like, I hate having expectations or having expectations for other people, you know? So I I genuinely don't feel like, like, if for some reason, knock on wood, this doesn't work out. Like I will figure it out. Like I will never work for anybody else ever. Yeah. (laughs) I like that attitude.
0: Yeah. It's scary, but. So my follow-up question to that is then what does keep you going? Cause I know you're saying there's a lot of work with being a small business owner and you don't want to go back to working for someone else, but what is the main thing that keeps you going as far as having your plant shop?
2: Honestly, like just the community and like my customers, like I genuinely, like, of course everything else is so tough, but like working for yourself is so rewarding and like creating something that I know people love is super rewarding. I feel like merchandising keeps me going, like having things to look forward to, like new products or find Like I'm always, I spend hours every week trying to find new products for the store, like trying to find new things, trying to bring in like new things. So I feel like just the responsibilities, they do obviously keep you going, but like mm. my customers and like having a customer walk into the store and be like, I just traveled two hours to come to you or I'm yeah. from like, I wanted to see your story. Like that is like priceless, you know, like I, I feel like not having that it's so rewarding and it kind of reminds you every day, like why you're doing this. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's so cliche, but like customers for that sure. That makes
0: sense. Yeah. yeah. And then if you're willing to share? Cause I know that sometimes these things need to be kept under wraps, but do you have any like short-term or long-term goals that you want to share with the audience?
2: Yeah. I mean, I always have a lot of goals for sure. <laughs> like there's a lot of things that we talk about all the time that we want to do. Like I'd love to have a bigger store one day, but I also never see myself leaving Ferguson. So I mean, like having a different space, I've always wanted my own coffee shop. That was like coffee shop plant shop, but that just takes cool. like so much capitalism that I don't have you know so that's mm-hmm. like a very long term goal that I'm hoping one day I can work towards and that I can just keep saving and make that happen but i think just creating a a space like mine that's more for community aspect and it gives people mm-hmm. more of a reason to go to like i think i'll always be creating spaces, creating stores, creating like community spaces for people to come to. So definitely like a goal for sure, That hopefully in the next few years, I have a different space for different reasons, not just like, yeah.
0: And then I remember us touching on like the whole, not wanting it to be anything like a Home Depot or Lowe's type situation. So do you, do you see yourself, if you had the choice right now to maybe like say double the size of your shop versus having a second location, which one would you go for?
2: Um, second location. Actually, I don't yeah. think that I would double the size of my store. I like how I like my store. Like, I like yeah. the size of it. It's perfect. Like, I've I actually started looking for second locations. Um, like six months ago, but just retail in general has just like dropped. Like we've dropped yeah. for some reason, like literally 60% over the course of three months. Like we lost so many customers, just like the economy right now is terrible. So mm-hmm. after like everything happened in the last like six months, I'm so thankful that I didn't get a second space. Cause there's no way right now that I'd be able to afford it with just how slow that we've been. But I'm crossing my fingers like spring is here. Um, Ferguson's is actually redoing the entire property. They're redoing the yard. So it'll like reactivate that community space. So hopefully we get busier and then I can think about that in the future. But I would for sure say second space, definitely.
0: Yeah. Do you, I I was thinking about that too. Like, what are your thoughts? And maybe you're just, you haven't even thought that far ahead yet. But as far as like you opened your business during COVID. So like- Mm -hmm the way in which you've kind of seen things like your return yeah. and like you're talking about the economy, like it's crazy. The economy has been, it, it's gotten crazier obviously in the last few months, but it's yeah. been nuts since 2020. So like yeah. you yeah. haven't even had a chance to like be in like regular, you know, no. markets at that time. Yeah.
2: And that's kind of how how it was. It, it segued from that of being like I started my business, I started like the selling of the plants like a year before COVID. Mm -hmm. And I like during COVID, I was like, I don't want to do this. This is crazy. Like, I'm not going to put myself at risk to sell plants. So I stopped and then plants just became like this huge thing, you know, like they just, they Mm -hmm. boomed, but I had, it's interesting that people like, oh, you know, I'm sure you got to capitalize on COVID, but my customers stayed the same. Like our sales stayed the same. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't, there were so many businesses like doing delivery and like, I've never been someone that's like, I'm going to do whatever I possibly can for money. I'm just like, I want to live a slow life. I want to like do things slowly. Like I still don't ship my products. Like there's so many things that I don't do that I could do to like, of course, excel in my business or get, make those goals come faster. But Mm -hmm. I like prioritize myself and like my mental health and like living a slower life than doing all those crazy things. Like, yeah, that's going to get me somewhere far, but no, you know? So for me, I mean, I just focus on what's now, but the economy has like changed and it's definitely like interesting now to be like, this is how a normal year would be, you know, versus like a COVID year. I feel like we're finally getting to normalcy of everything. So Mm -hmm. that's been super difficult because I realized we're a lot slower than we would be obviously during like a COVID time. So that's me trying to navigate and pivot and figure out like, different things that I can carry so that my customers always have new come in. Like that's a huge thing that I feel like I always will have to focus on is bringing in new things, you know?
0: Yeah. That's, yeah. It's interesting that you're saying that people were like seeing the, like the influx during COVID, because I'm thinking once we kind of get over the hump that we're in now, you're going to see probably like, I would assume anyway, like higher sales than you would even like ever. Right. Because even COVID kind of put people like out of jobs and stuff like that. So I
2: think about that all the time. Yeah. What would this have been if it was just everything stayed normal? You know, like literally six, I don't know, three, four months ago, we had made a post. Like we're really struggling. Like we really need help because I was like, I don't think we're going to make it. Like we literally, we made like one sale, two sales a day for like weeks. It was like really bad. So Luckily, like everything has kind of evened out a little bit. I feel like that post helped and customers are coming back in again. It's starting to warm up a little bit in Vegas. So like people are coming back out, but yeah, it was definitely like, it's been a really, really tough time, especially the last few months. Like our business has never been slower. So I'm just like holding on hope, holding on hope. Because we had a lot of small business friends. I knew at least five people that closed their plant shops just from all over the country that I, that I personally knew and talked to and we were friends mm. with and they closed their businesses. We had, I think it was three or four businesses just in Ferguson's closed because they were just so slow and like retail was so dead. So
0: yeah.
2: I'm just trying to hold on. Try And we have like two friends closing in the next few months. And, and it's just like, constantly happening so I'm trying to just hold on hope and like focus that we're gonna get back to normal at some point and I, I think that I'll be really thankful at that point that I didn't give up you know
0: yeah for sure and actually like in hindsight it might be better that you kind of opened up the brick and mortar after COVID right versus like yeah. right before and then you're getting hit with this huge change and with,
2: yeah and then you think yeah. that that's like permanent you know so yeah, yeah.
0: That's, I, I appreciate your like vulnerability and even talking about that because like being able to post and say like, we're struggling, like a lot of people won't, you know, just won't want to do that. Or it's like the, they just realize like, oh, this person hasn't posted anymore. Like you just realize Mm -hmm. it's shut down. But like in a way, like you being vulnerable, it's also helping your community because they have a chance to, if they want to come to your shop, it's like, oh, we have a chance to like keep this company around because we want to go there versus it just disappearing without them even knowing.
2: Yeah. I literally sat on that post for like weeks and I was like, I'm just going to do it. Like, why not? I don't have anything to lose at this point. You know, I'd rather not lose my store. So if I can be vulnerable,
0: then I'm going to. Thank you so much for listening to my conversation with Carissa and Angie. This has been part three of the Getting to the Root of It series. Join us next week for part four as we wrap up this conversation with some really fun stories. And we can't wait to share it with all of you.